This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick the two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy com or underdog fantasy in the app store sign up with promo code pitcher list and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 must be 18 year older 19 year older in Alabama and Nebraska 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates terms apply concerned with your play call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org in Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in New York call 1-877-8 Hope and why in Tennessee call 1 800 How's it going and welcome to episode 409 of On the Corner, the pride and joy of the Pitcherless Podcast Network. I am your temporary host, Adam Howe, here for a one-day special only, uh, filling in obviously for the departed Alex Fast. And we have a very special episode today and of course uh, led by the one, the only, the clean slate Nick Pollock. Nick, how you doing? What is happening? The Departed sounds like he passed away. Uh, <laughs> no, Alex starts with MLB. Uh, it's kind of a big deal. of content and uh, product at MLB. If you didn't see that tweet and everything, uh, insane. It's like truly, truly insane. Um, so uh, we, talk, we had a wonderful episode last week. Um, and Adam has stepped in for this week because the person who is coming on I uh, said, great, I can start on the 11th, not on the 4th, because they already had these Liberty plans and everything like that, which I totally understand. I'm really excited to to be working with them. You'll uh, you'll meet them next week. Um, but in the meantime, I mean, we'd be so lucky if it were you. Uh, so we have Adam Howe for a night, guys. Well, you know where to find and, me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there it is. Um, Adam, of course, director of our podcast network and wonderful host of On The Wire. And uh, I'm back from California. Back to the regular scheduled programming now that Labor Day is over. And it took a long time, Adam, to do this boy today. Oh, my gosh. Well, I had the pleasure of uh, watching or listening to most of this um, playback today as you were uh, kind of diving into it, going back and forth between the Cole Riggins uh, start, which I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to throw this out here right now. I was listening. Um, I was black. It was blacked out yeah, where sure. I am. I couldn't watch a White Sox game because I live in Indianapolis. That's weird. Um, and you make some very lovely noises when things <laughs> happen. You can't always tell if you're not watching yeah. your reaction if they are good or bad. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna let you know that it's just grunts. You know, <laughs> oh, there were some that were just beautiful, like three two sliders that were like. Just uh, pristine for strikeouts. Cole Reagans is so good. And by the way, we have a new shirt. Uh, Reagans with AGA highlighted um, inside of it. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. You can check it out on the Pitchless store, shop.pitchless.com. 
But uh, we're going to be doing a lot more of those. I'm probably going to do a, a, a watch party of every single Cole Reagan star the rest of the year because I can't help myself now. Um, but yeah, during that, I did my annual update of the list that is moving from the top 100 to the analysis of the rest of season's schedule. We're at a point in the season, Adam, where we get it. We know who the guys are for the most part. There are some movers and shakers, as Fast would say. Sure. Absolutely. But for the most part, we know the guys that you're not going to drop in this last month. And you know the guys that you're probably not going to chance it with at this point, too. Which means we got to look at the entire schedules. We know the bad offenses, the good ones. And we can strategize saying, look, there are certain guys that we like, but they have four bad starts. And you just don't want to do that versus someone else who's pretty boring, but they have good matchups. And you might want to chase instead. So I did ridiculous things, Adam. I actually even left the stream early. I was like, I can't. This is too much distraction because I really have to like sit down and focus. And it took me another two and a half hours after that to get it done. I even cheated, which I'm so sorry, everyone. You don't really get a proper list today. You get tears, okay? Deal with it. All right? It, 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 it's, it's helpful. And ranking 150 people where you have five starts and you have four starts and you have this medium matchup versus that one versus their slider and their chain. Like, what? I can't do that. So we got general tiers and it's going to be fine. The definition of a list is still just one thing after another (laughs) in a a lengthy way. That's five five items on my list, list, right? There you go. Oh, I love that, Adam. That's why you're here. (laughs) Um, But what are we doing today with this amalgamation of an article? All right. Well, first and foremost, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna look team by team and see and check it out overall their schedule. Most of you know most of uh, the rotation is gonna hit pretty much the same. About half of each rotation hits a uh, different schedule for each team. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll go team by team and see if there's anything of note uh, there to look at. And then uh, we'll go through those tiers. We'll go through the list and we'll uh, see if there's anything of note that we actually we need to go into a little bit more detail on. Yeah. And the way way I see it is like we'll get them. We'll get it mostly done with just going through the teams. But keep in mind, I know that there are going to be some from different teams. that You're going to say, Nick, this guy versus that guy, like, give it to me straight. It's probably start here. And like I'm deciding between both of them. We'll be able to recognize some of those conflicts you might have, probably identify some of the lower rostered ones that are improbable and questionable that we might want to go for um, at the end of it. But in the beginning, we're probably just going to loosely say like, yeah, these are the guys we're going to focus on a little bit. Like, you're not going to touch Slates of Sony because it might be Ryan Nelson and like Ryan Nelson, you don't want to touch. It's not a very good schedule. Like, that, there you go. There's your analysis. There it is. Ta-da. <laughs> There are, you know, there are a bunch of teams. There are a bunch of pitchers. So let's uh, let's dive right into it. I'm not doing anything special here. I'm going right in order. You you, you went through the effort of putting this together in alphabetical order by team. uh, So I'm just going down the list. Let's do it. All right. So Arizona Diamondbacks, of course, we have a rotation that currently uh, has the likes of Brandon Fott, Zach Davies, Slade Sassoni. Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly, who had quite a gem today on Monday as we uh, fin- uh, start recording uh, with his 12 strikeouts. Um, what are we looking at as far as the Diamondback schedule goes for the rest of the year? Right. So Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly, you're just going to keep starting. Who cares? Slice of Sony, as I mentioned, probably get replaced by Ryan Nelson, even maybe this week. Mm-hmm. Um, which is also really annoying about this. Like I put this out, put so much work in, and then like tomorrow it's all the very busted. next day. Yes. <laughs> the, the best part about it though is the schedule itself, like the opponents don't change. 
it's just the ordering of the pictures. So you can figure out pretty quickly how it got messed up or changed and then just look at the table and be like, oh, okay, I can make the, you know, you can make the listener uh, the assessment after that. Um, but really, I mean, uh, yeah, don't touch Ryan Nelson because it's the Cubs twice and the Yankees and Astros and then the Mets are in there. And it's just bleh. same with Zach Davies. It's pretty much the same thing. You could maybe chase that Rocky Road start he gets this week and then the Mets and Cubs, but it's just so mediocre. Um, and uh, and then Brandon Fought is kind of interesting. Um, it is Rocky Road on Wednesday or rather I should say Tuesday. I, I started this on Tuesday as opposed to when, uh, Monday because I figured by the time it came out, it was already done. And there's no use for that. No. So I made it all start Tuesday for you guys to make it as simple as possible. Um, but uh, so Brandon fought against Rocky Road. That's my stream pick of the day, I think, uh, tomorrow. And then Cubs twice, but then Yankees and White Sox. He doesn't get the Astros at the end. So you might also see, I'm just going to throw this out there, because you have an off day on the last week. Um, it's, it's an off day on that Thursday, and that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If the Diamondbacks are truly in it, you might see Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly make those starts on Saturday and Sunday, right? Because uh, Merrill Kelly right now doesn't have that last game. So it's if you see the four starts of Merrill Kelly, they're like, oh, there you go. Like, no, that doesn't always happen. Conversely, if Zach Gallen is going the last day of the season, he might not make it. He might not do that because they want to preserve him. They have him for a little bit longer. He's throwing a ton of innings. Let's just take some rest. You never know, which is why this is so dumb. That I do this. And what I what I really want to say, I'm just going to get ahead of it. First three starts matter more than the last two. Okay, so focus on those. If you're investing and in stashing for two weeks to go after that, I would say just don't do it. That's how I see it. Um, so be careful about that. But yeah, with the Diamondbacks, maybe Brandon fought. There you go. Yeah, just <laughs> there's... They- there's so many variables in those last two starts, of course. Uh, I mean, not only all the things that you mentioned, but like if Zach Allen is actually competing for the Cy Young, like how yeah, much maybe do, they, how maybe much they is they Arizona pushing it, right? for, for that? Yeah. Um, you know, does Baron does does Brandon Fott's innings become a, a concern or not at the end of the year if they're sure. in it, if they're not in it? And there's other examples uh down the line that we'll get to that I think are a little bit stronger than Fott's, but um Let's get right into the next one. Of course, we're still going in alphabetical quarter. We have Atlanta with Mike Soroka, Spencer Strider, Max Fried, Bryce Elder, and Charlie Morton. Uh, I'm not making you name these tiers because these aren't real say, tiers. I was waiting, teams, like, what's they it have called? names. What is it called that? They already have names. Atlanta. It's just uh, Atlanta. Um, you you're do more that? than like welcome to give them a nickname term, if you like. What would be a 30 term? theme I'll, I'll give it to you have 28 do it for the next one it's all right all right i'll come up with i'll come up with the for the next 28 or 28 things for um we have uh what's interesting here is um i mean strider freed and morden you're just gonna start i mean come on i uh, sims bad reached out to me and said i don't think that they're gonna actually call up mike soroka this is the rumor that i've heard that he could go on tuesday because they would get an extra year for him if they don't call him up until say miami on that third one which is a very interesting idea you also have like Alan uh, Winans, uh, you have Kyle Wright, AJ smith Shaver, Darius Vines that could all get opportunities. There will be a Darius Vines opportunity um, uh, in the doubleheader on Monday, I believe next week with the Phillies. Um, so you're going to see some other guys, but really the four of Strider, Freed, Elder, Morton are all involved. Do you want Elder? He does get the Pirates, that's fine. I don't want to start him for the Phillies in two after. So don't hold too tightly to Elder. It is yet two starts against the Nationals after, but you got to get there. Um, and while Mike Soroka, if he does actually come up and he's there, 
I'm in. I think Mike Sorkin could be a very good Toby. And it's the Cardinals, Pittsburgh, um, the Marlins, and then the Nationals starting this Tuesday. So uh, I would be in for that. But maybe you're listening to this and you know if Mike Soroka isn't there. Let's say it is someone else. If it's Alan Winans, uh, I would be in on that one. Interested in that one. AJ Smith-Shover, fine. Uh, and then Kyle Wright is, is still ill, but we won't see that for a moment. Um, but yeah, that's that's Atlanta for you. All right. All right. Um, I, I, you're you're going to hate me for this. All right. I'm going to come oh, no. up with a theme. You're going to have to come up. We're going to have to MLB name, teams. name these rotations. <laughs> There's 28 left. <laughs> This is episode 409, uh, yeah. so that is a, a very well-known cleaning product. So I'm going to make you name all these rotations uh, based on cleaning products, whether they I work don't know or not. Well, you have well, <laughs> you think what? I don't have a suburban home. I have a I have a two-bedroom apartment in Brooklyn. I have maybe like three different things. You use Windex for everything. Then I'm just maybe trying to there's some like Fine. I got Beach some Lysol songs. wipes. Little Beach Boy songs. And <laughs> I don't know 28 Beach Boy songs. <laughs> I, I just uh, <laughs> cleaning products. You go, okay, 27. Come up with the next one. The next one. Okay, we're going to an Orioles now. 27 is a new number. You got to hit there. Right, you got, yeah, you got the uh, Orioles. <laughs> we got a we got a six man rotation with the Orioles. We got Dean Kramer, Kyle Gibson, Cole Irvin. Uh, Kyle Bradish, Jack Flaherty, and Grayson Rodriguez. Uh, what what are we what are we doing with these? Guys? Yeah, yeah. What's the name of this? Not yeah, yet. No, 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 not doing that yet. Um, this is the dish soap brought to you by Dawn. You're happy, okay? I uh, no, no, it's always there and reliable. And sometimes you're like, I don't think this is very good. But then there you go, bam. See, you got this. It's fine. You <laughs> twenty five more of those. Okay, Dean Kramer is pretty much an auto star all the way, except for the Astros. So he gets down a tier for that one because you don't want that. Kyle Gibson is a cherry bomb, so there's a massive shrug. Cole Irvin might not be around much longer. Uh, it might be one start this week for the against the Red Sox, and then John Means is probably coming back. He only has one more rehab start allowed because you only have a month of rehab. So he would come back for the race. He just pitched over 80 pitches, so it's not really that big of a still ill. As far as the stuff was in that game, I saw kind of change-ups and, and fastballs. I'm not really the best command. That was really in a little, eh, be a little bit better in the next one. Problem with this, though, is that the Rays, you probably want to take play a little safe. And then it's the Astros for John Means, if they're keeping that six-man, which I do think that Orioles are. So that means John Means only would get one start that would be worthwhile, which would be against the Nationals after. I don't know if that's really worth it for a roster spot. If it's a stash and you got nothing to lose, then fine. But... Then might be actually when the Rays come back, you got two weeks of not being able to make any moves because you have John Means in your roster spot IL, and that's not good either. So I'm not really jumping over everything to get to John Means, but I'm very curious. Um, we have if they have some weird like they skip him once, so he gets the Guardians or whatever. Maybe then there's a possibility of that. So if you at least give yourself the opportunity, then just could quickly cut him if it doesn't work out. Um, Kyle Brash is on a roll. You keep going. Same with, same with Grayson Rodriguez and Jack Flaherty. Honestly, I think you're fine. Just he gets the Red Sox, the the Rays, the Guardians, and the Red Sox. It's not ideal, but I think Jack Flaherty is pitching better than Lions, so we're fine there. All right, all right, all right. Let's try this one out. Okay, okay. yeah, 27 more. All right, yeah. we're, we're I'm going to make you name these rotations based on amusement park. Uh, the, uh, things, R- whether they're rides in or they're games, or, or okay, okay, whatever. all right, I, I can I can mess around. You've been with to this an amusement one, park, right? Okay, yeah, okay. 
Man, that is, I know it's 27 things. I'm asking myself a tough one here. Okay. I was going to say uh, rides, but then I figured there's no, 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 no. You just, need just more things about an amusement park. Anything. Um, yeah. So, so I'm going to also do this, uh, from the perspective of how good is their schedule overall? Okay. That works. Take it away. Who we got next? All right. First, of course, alphabetical order, Boston Red Sox, Cutter Crawford, James Paxton, Tanner Houck, Chris Sale, and Brian Bayo. What part of the amusement park is this rotation? So this is the one, you know, that ride where like you are on a disc and sometimes you're like really high up on it. Sometimes you're really low on it, you know, and it, that's what it feels like with this one. Cause you got like some decent ones. You got like the White Sox, you've got the Yankees in there and the Rays, but it's a lot of just like, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> that's the rotor. Yeah. I mean, my oh, it's home called the one, rotor. Well, mine was called the rotor. I'm sure it's are called different like a- ones. Is that the one where the floor falls park, out? Man, I met I met Virginia Inferno at the uh, at the Pitchos meetup, and he was saying that he's like a giant um, roller coaster amusement park stand of like uh, went to Magic Mountain and it has like a whole rating and everything. I think it's awesome. Um, and I mean, you guys should go and uh, you know hang out. We had I had an amusement park in my hometown growing up, and okay. so whenever somebody says, "Oh, where'd you grow up?" I would say the name of my town, and they'd be like, mm, "It's where Six Flags is." I'm like, "Oh, oh, they know where that is." All right. Ah, <laughs> man, wow. So like, anyway, they, they have like Six Flags like in like the most remote locations because that's the only way they can because, get the real Well, state. they were they were buying up all these small places. Like the place that I grew up with yeah. wasn't a Six Flags until I was like. Until I went off to college. But then you like you open the hatch of your home and then it's like you're in the middle of six. Flags. I'm just in the middle of six flies. All of a sudden I come home and then there I am. Oh, gosh. All right. Uh, who do, who's on the Red Sox here? All right. Again, it's uh, Cutter Crawford, James Paxton, Dan, uh, Tanner Houck, Chris Sale, Brian Bayo. Right. You okay. already named the you already named the type of tier, so tier. go ahead. And, uh, you already said the names. I, w- I was trying to do a segue and I'm terrible at this. This, this is what happens. You know, it's uh, Adam, you're doing a phenomenal job. I'm just thrown off that I'm doing this with somebody else. And the, the whole beats in my ear is just, oh, boy, this is, uh, he will always be here. Okay, um, the, the newly departed. Uh, <laughs> uh, look, here's, here's the problem. It's really just like Chris Sale that you really want to be holding on to. I think that you're in a good state with him. I know the 92 mile per hour velocity is scary, but... He hit 96.8 on his last fastball of the game. He did that for the second straight start. He has it in the tank. And it is the, the Rangers in three starts, but I think against the Orioles and the Yankees, you're going to do that. The And then you have the Rays and the Orioles. And I feel like you're just going to do it with all of those. The rest, I don't know. Cutter Crawford's okay. Um, Rays, uh, Yankees, Jays, White Sox, Baltimore. But I don't really want to do that if I can avoid it. James Paxton's trending down. That fastball's getting worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And... He only has that White Sox as a good one, but it's the Rays, Yankees, Jays, uh, same thing as, uh, as as Crawford, and that's not fun. Tanner Houck slider is good and everything else isn't, so I don't really want to go for that. And Brian Bay doesn't really have a good rest of season schedule. Like, it's not fun for any of it. So, not good. I didn't want to, I didn't enjoy the disc ride. No. It's the one where the floor falls out from you and you don't know what you're doing anymore and you're stuck Oh, gosh, that one? No, 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 no. I'm just, oh. I'm just, it's just a topsy turvy. It's like a spinning plate before it finally settles. You know? All right. All right. Yeah. It's it's bad. All right. Well, let's move on uh, to the Chicago Cubs then. Uh, we got five-man rotation here. Kyle Hendricks, Jordan Wicks, Javier Assad, Jameson Tyon, and Justin Steele. Uh, I'm not doing that name justice, so I'll let Justin you do that. Justin Steele. <laughs> That's what you want. All right. What is the Cubs rotation and why? This one is the uh, oh, the, the log flume or whatever. 
Oh, I know. You know what I'm talking about. The one, Plug uh, you know, No, that's right. Is that right? Yeah, I was yeah. like, flume isn't a real word, is it? Okay. It is in this context. Wow. <laughs> um, so the thing is, I enjoyed it on the bridge. Um, so you know this, right? That it goes down in the water oh, yeah. and it has this big splash, and there's a bridge where you can enjoy it. That's where I would do it. I spoiler alert, I absolutely hate roller coasters. They are they are the worst. Uh I do not enjoy anxiety. I do not enjoy the thrill of the moment, that feeling of gravity going away. Oh my gosh, no. Why would anyone ask for this? I, I just have never, never wanted this. I know, six foot four man, afraid of heights. Nope, not for me. So I enjoyed being on the bridge with it, which is nice. You get the lovely green all around here and you get some terror because the, the water comes in like in a massive cloud. It, yeah. If they built it right. For, like, yeah, a good, if they like, put that bridge seconds. in the right spot. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. So so that's that's what this is. I mean, you have Kyle Hendricks who's cruising and then it's actually kind of great. His worst starts the last one, which is perfect because your season might be over. You know, you don't want to face Atlanta with Hendricks and like you just kind of don't do it. Jordan Wicks has an actually really nice one, except for cores. The three of them get cores, Wicks, Assad, and Tyone. Wicks and Assad, I feel like you just kind of go with. Um, because they have these lovely starts of Giants and Arizona's in there and Pittsburgh and Rocky Road and Milwaukee and stuff. And Justin Steele just dominated today. And how could you possibly not start him? You actually might want to not start him against Atlanta, but whatever. You can do whatever you want. I also want to throw in there Atlanta might be wrestling starters um that week in some fashion. Uh, whenever they clinch whatever they want to clinch, whether it's uh, winning the division, whether it's the the uh, the best record, um, whenever they feel like they can rest, they will. And that might be that weekend. So you might actually get a lineup for Justin Steele as way better, maybe even for Kyle Hendricks. Something to think about there. Yeah, of course. All right. Um, yeah, and they also have uh, some younger guys uh, in the wings as well who could get extra innings by getting spot starts uh, down the stretch as well. Uh, Kate Horton came up in the stash article um, on the site earlier. Uh, ben Brown's always a name that uh, you know we talk about on on the wire as somebody to, to, to speculate on as well. So nothing you can nothing actionable in, in this context right. at, at this moment, but just know I that mean, there are some names in there. They're in the playoff hunt. Uh, Wix is looking great. And uh, there's Wesneski, who looked really good in relief. You have Drew Smiley, who should never touch. Marcus Stroman, theoretically, could be back at some point, too. You might see a six-man at that point. So, yeah, this is the fun stuff of, hey, Nick, do all these tables, and then they're just done tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Still going to be updating this every week, so check back uh, (laughs) next week as well. All right, let's stay in Chicago, of course, and go with the White Sox. Uh, Five-man rotation currently there as well. Uh, Dylan Cease, Tuki Toussaint, Mike Clevenger, Michael Kopech, and Jesse Schultens, who went also today or earlier today. Uh, What is this rotation called and why? I actually have a really good phone for this, and I'll tell you it after this break. This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? And you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick to two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy com or underdog fantasy in the app store sign up with promo code pitcher list and get your first deposit doubled up to one hundred dollars 
Must be 18 or older, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. In Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat. But Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. So this one is called the Teacups. Because why are we here? <laughs> you know, well, I mean, what, what, what are you doing here? You're going after Jesse Schultons? Really? Michael Kopech? Never. Mike Clevenger? Come on, you just got destroyed by the, the athletics. Tuki Desant, if you really want to strike, that's fine. And Dylan Cease, it's like, oh gosh. I, I, I have anxiety for the manager in your fantasy league whose season comes down to Dylan Cease. I don't even have him and I have anxiety, right? <laughs> Because I know that's happening somewhere. If you're listening, I, oh, good luck. You just have to do it if you need the strikeouts and everything. You just have to do it. So good luck. Yeah, the teacups are just that ride that you're only going on in order to appease somebody else in your party yeah. or oh, you're trying to make yourself sick. It's like those are the only two reasons. Just, no one's happy on this. <laughs> Why you know, they here? have these giant, I remember this, they have like a giant spinning thing and everyone's like trying to spin oh, as hard as they can and it doesn't do anything, does it? It's like if super you, if, heavy. The certain parts, yeah, they can go pretty fast. I mean, I, it, I spin my just, kids on pretty fast on something like that, but uh, I have one intention in that, and that's it. <laughs> oh, man. I remember that being like the one that wasn't the roller coaster that they appeased like, me for, and I felt so bad. I was like, I don't even enjoy those, you know? <laughs> oh, eight-year-old Nick wasn't happy. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's move on to the Cincinnati Reds then. All right. We have a six-man rotation in Cincinnati. Uh, Connor Phillips. Lion Richardson, Hunter Green, Andrew Abbott, Brandon Williamson, and TJ Antone. Um, if you're considering Antone um, a full on a full fledged starter at this point, um, and I guess you kind of have to. Uh, what are the Reds' rotation? What is the Reds' rotation called, and why? This one is it's a small world after all, because they just get in your head, man. You know, like it just people know about them. They're in your head, and, you, and there's no, like, de facto opinion, you know, about is, is a small world, after all, a good ride or a bad ride? No answer. No, I have no answer to that. Right? <laughs> How good is Andrew Abbott, guys? Brandon Williamson? What about uh, Hunter Green? I mean, my answer is that Hunter Green's pretty much an auto start. Same with Andrew Abbott at this point. Uh, people have wanted to, like, I've heard people saying they want to rage quit Andrew Abbott. I think that's just silly. These, they all have green starts. So, I mean, St. Louis, the Mets, and the Pirates, and St. Louis again. I'm like, great. Awesome. 
Brandon Williamson might only have three starts left, which is very strange um, because it is uh, the six-man rotation, and they have a lot of off days. They have four or five off days, actually, the rest of the way, uh, does uh, does Cincinnati. And T.J. Antone, yeah, I, I mean, I did this before. I really knew if he was out of the game or not. It was only two innings. Are they going to push him some more? Uh, they don't have Nick Lodolo coming back. It might be Ben Lively taking it. There's the COVID IL messing everything up. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess in Cincinnati. And Connor Phillips might be getting an extended look now. He gets Seattle, which is an obvious avoid for an MLB debut. But then it's the Tigers after. If he looks okay, it's my understanding is watching one, you know, August 31st minor league game for Connor Phillips. It was a 95 mile per hour fastball. He just tried to chuck into the zone and whatever else, honestly. And that's not really the most endorsing endorsement. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. We'll uh, <laughs> and Lion Richardson, no. He has a heart of a lion, but a repertoire of a lamb. So, no. Um, yeah, it's too bad that they'll be missing uh, Graham Ashcraft probably for the remainder of the season. We'll see. Oh, yeah, I should have mentioned back. him in the team notes. What the we'll heck? We'll see if he comes back from his stress reaction in his big toe. But probably uh, before, not, yeah. And even if he does, it'll probably be in that final start, either you know at St. Louis, uh, maybe at Cleveland if he's lucky. But right. um, it is nice to see that they have a good mix of starts in and out of Cincinnati. So these guys aren't are each going to make two starts on the road, two starts at home. Uh, so you'll be able to kind of mix and match that, or at least consider that when you yeah, are. That's, that's something I maybe should have done. Is said, hey, St. Louis as a green that is a fourth tier, could have been third tier because they're in Cincinnati. But eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You've done enough. You've done yeah, enough. gosh. All right. All right. Let's move on to the Cleveland Guardians. Then another six man rotation listed here with Tanner Bybee, Gavin Williams, Cal Quantrill, Logan Allen, Xavier Curry, and Lucas Giolito uh, set to make his Cleveland debut against Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken. But um, you got him down at, against the the Angels. Uh, I might be missing something on that rotation. Oh, yeah, it might have already been updated and changed. That's great. See, already there. Wonderful. Yeah, Julia's going tonight. No, 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 that's tonight. That's tonight. Oh, that's tonight. All right. So I got it right. I got it right, Adam. <laughs> well, get this right then. What's the name of this rotation and why? This is the uh, the Indiana Jones tier because it's an adventure and uh, there's a lot going on, a lot of fun stuff. I remember going on this and feeling at times, be like, you know, I don't know, man. And then I'm like, oh, that's really cool. We got the we got the ball coming at us. But a lot of it's just like, hi, this is a diorama. I'm like, yay. I made this in third grade. Just move, move along. Come on, yeah. get back to the the, the rock. Yeah, I want, I want. <laughs> give me the action. You know, you need dynamics. Like, no. Not dynamic. I've seen the movie. Um, I know what happens. Come on, just go. <laughs> so Tanner Bybee, I mean, I've expressed a lot of my concerns the entire year, but who cares? You're going to start him. Gavin Williams, as long as his knee is fine, which it seems like it is, uh, this is a great schedule. Twins, Giants, Royals, and Reds. And I do expect the um, the the Guardians to have the six-man rotation with Giolito. That's my guess. I think it helps Bybee and Williams and Allen, these guys who haven't, Made a ton of starts and also eases back Cal Quantrill, um, Curry as well. Like, just make it easier on the inning workload and they have enough guys to do it. Uh, so I get that. Cal Quantrill is so annoying because I don't like him. But, I mean, I'm sure he's a nice guy. Uh, but it's it's the Angels and the Giants and then the Royals and then hosting the Reds. Like, that's such a good schedule and it's given to Cal Quantrill. 
Um, so, all right. So maybe there's some secret value there. Uh, Logan Allen gets the Angels and then the Rangers and then the Orioles. Like, I don't want to go. If I have to hold on for the Rangers and Orioles to get Logan Allen for that one Angel start, I don't want to do it. Hmm. And there's also the the Tigers at the end, sure. But after the Angels, I'm not holding for two weeks after that, right? So... That's that's frustrating. Um, Zayvon Curry, same kind of thing. Honestly, Zayvon Curry could be kind of sneaky against the Angels. And Lucas Giolito, I think you start except for Texas. I think you start him against the Orioles. I honestly could see you getting value against Texas, but chances are you don't. Um, otherwise, there's Tristan McKenzie and Shane Bieber. They're saying that September 20th, they're trying to come back. I'm like, why? Don't do that. Like, just, just whatever. Just, don't want anybody screwing up your chart yeah. any more than it not, already has been. Yeah, you might not get Zayvon Curry in that last one, for example. They might swap him out, or there might be the knee bothering Gavin Williams, and all of a sudden, Tristan McKenzie's back. You know, That could be the thing that works out there. Uh, any any concerns with uh, the likes of like Gavin Williams or Tanner Bybee's innings being capped toward the end of the season in in this situation? If if the Guardians find themselves further away from the Twins, yeah, it's it's absolutely a possibility. Um, I say it often. If you guys are planning for the fourth start, like don't do that. Hmm. <laughs> like get there. You know, trust me. The fourth, the last week of the season is the most annoying week in the season for so many reasons. Uh, guys that you think might go long, they don't. Um, the performance in the last week of the of the season is just the worst anyway. So don't really plan around that. Um, just go for the first three instead. Yeah, fair. Uh, the Cleveland also bolstered their bullpen as well. So it could they, those innings could be capped in a different way. Oh, with Ronaldo guys, Lopez, is that right? Yeah, uh, and Matt Moore. Yeah, and Matt Moore. Oh my gosh, Matt Moore. Pretty much, you know, whoever the Angels were, you know, passing along. They right. Went, well, it's just Ronaldo they went to Lopez the state of Ohio. And Giolito, I think it's three straight trades that they've been a part of together. Yeah, they're connected the at the Nationals, head. White Sox, and now mm-hmm. to the Guardians. Insane. <laughs> the best right, be, they better be good friends. I really hope they are. If they are, that's sad. That, if they're not, that would be unfortunate. <laughs> oh, man. They must be sick of each other. <laughs> All right, let's do this quick one right here. The Colorado Rockies. Uh, we got a six-man rotation in Colorado. Uh, Kyle Freeland, Chris Flexen, Ty Block, Austin Gomber, Chase Anderson, and Peter Lambert. Uh, what's this rotation called and why? Um, this is the out of service. You just went the entire way thinking maybe you had something. Maybe you did. Like, oh, man, I'm really excited for this Austin Gomber start in, in San Francisco. And you go there and there's just nothing. It's just like, no, what are you doing, kid? Like, you, no, that's this. this yeah, that's, it. that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, look, I, I, I guarantee you at least one of those three are going to do well. Like in San Francisco, Ty Block, Austin Gomber, Chase Anderson, my pick is Ty Block. But I, I would love to see the reverse Gombert happen. Because um, if you remember that one, it was 2021. Where Gomber was an interesting. Oh, I remember. Play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In San Francisco, and like he allowed what eight or twelve run runs or something, and everyone got Gombered in their yep. main event leagues and stuff. Um, yeah. Hopefully, he redeems himself two and a half years later. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's something just like Peter Lambert's the only one here that has two starts back to back on the road um, at home. Uh, everybody else is mix and match, but you know. I'm just going to move on because I don't think yeah, that matters. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of Colorado. Go to Detroit. Uh, the Tigers rotation is made up currently of Joey Wentz, Matt Manning, Eduardo Rodriguez, Reese Olsen, and Tariq Skubal. Uh, what's this rotation called and why? 
This is like a f- like the found ticket. Because uh, I feel as if people look over the Detroit Tigers and you might actually be missing out on some legit value. Um, so, you know, you like look down like, oh, one entry, two blank. I'm like, oh, hey, all right, cool. I'll go and lose my money. Um, so, I, so like Joey Wentz, I don't even know if it's Joey Wentz. It could be Alex Fajardo. Um, for example, he has the Yankees. Sure, that's on Tuesday. But then the White Sox and the Angels and then the Athletics and the Royals. Like, you are going to be going to one of these guys at some point. Matt Manning could pull a Michael Lorenzen. As Lorenzen has, like, the worst schedule now. Matt Manning gets the Yankees in Cincinnati, in Detroit, in L.A. And, sorry, the Angels, which is a very important distinction because they do play the Dodgers and Manning avoids it. Um, Oakland and then the Royals. So, wait, Matt Manning? All right, I guess, you know, this is something. Eduardo Rodriguez, you start for everything with the Dodgers. Rios Olsen honestly could be interesting, too. And Tarek Skubal, you start everything, maybe even the Dodgers. So, lots of really good matchups here for the for the Tigers. And you're going to be looking at this, like, found money uh, yeah. a decent amount. This is that chart that always, like, makes me upset just because you see the Matt Manning is all green and then you yeah. see the guys you really want and they've yeah. got that red right in the middle I and know, you're just like so annoying. Why? Just just switch them. Just flip them. Yeah. <laughs> just make Reese Olsen get the Angels instead of the Dodgers, please. <laughs> It'll be better. Um all right. Well let's uh Houston Astros are next here on the list. Uh still going with a five man rotation here. Uh Frambert Valdez, Justin Verlander, Hunter Brown, Christian Javier and JP France, who redeemed himself today as well. What's this rotation called and why? So this is Mickey Mouse in like his outfit. And here's the thing. It's just a person. You don't even know who that person is. Okay. They're working hard. You know, being, being a, a, a Disney World, Disneyland uh, actor and everything, it is tough work. Okay. All right. But it isn't Mickey Mouse underneath. So if you're expecting the best from Christian Javier, you know, it ain't. It's not going to be the best. J.P. France, maybe, I don't know. Framer Valdez has not been throwing his curve and cutter in. It's driving me insane. But it's still Mickey Mouse. And Valdez gets four really good starts after this Rangers one. You're probably going to start for that. Justin Verlander, you're probably just going to start all the way through. Hunter Brown, Padres, Oakland. So find Oakland. But then it's Baltimore, Seattle, and Arizona. Like, yeah. Uh, Christian Javier, he just finally, oh my gosh, it took until September 4th, 3rd, I'm sorry, September 3rd for Christian Javier to finally get his fastball and his slider working in the same game. And he did great. I mean, it was three in runs, sure, in, in six, but eight strikeouts, four base runners, zero walks. And now he gets the Padres. And what? I don't want that. And we don't even know if he's going to have it back against the Royals. And, ah. And JP France, what do you do? He was like mediocre, but it was the Rangers today. And then he gets the Padres. And it's just, it's it's painful. However, all those green starts, the ones against the Royals. Yeah, you can just go with any of these guys in those ones. You know, the ones against Arizona. Yeah, you should be fine. Um, so it's Mickey Mouse. All right. All right. Um, I have some uh, not so pleasant memories of chasing those uh, <laughs> cast members with their officially called called cast, cast members, members. There you go. yeah there um around the park when i was a, a youth and so w- oh, wouldn't be something i want my kids to be doing but uh, there you go i should mention by the way jose urquidy and ronel blanco could get some looks at some point here um but we'll see i'm not really working them into the plan right now 
All right. Well, you mentioned um, the Astros are going to face off against the Kansas City Royals. And I see Kansas City is in green. I wonder if you want to go all out and, and, and change the color coding against the Royals when you know that star is going up against Cole Reagans. Oh, that's a great point. That's a great point. No. Uh, it is actually really fun because, I mean, the Royals as a whole here with, you know, Singer, Lyles, Marsh, Granky, Reagans. Oh, I had something good for this. I uh, and I lost it, um, which is really, really fun and great. I uh, this is like this is that amusement park that has like maybe one good ride, you know, it's like that one thing that you go for and you try to like, like, OK, that has a super long line. You go to the other ones. It's like at the fair and everything else just stinks. You don't want to go in any of those. Like, I don't want to go in an inflatable castle. I'm, I'm 35, you know, like what, what am I doing here? And even Cole Reagans, even though you get on the one ride that you want, that you're like so excited about, like, okay, this is why we're here. And it's like, you know, you're on your horse and it's just, this isn't so great. Maybe it could be, maybe it could be the time of your life. You've never ridden a horse before, you know, and you give this one little pat on the side and maybe he just doesn't like you, you know, and just, you thought you were going to have this great connection. You're going to oh, be real horse. about this horse for the entire week. It's beautiful mane, you know, glistening in the, in the sunset just for you. And you know, and maybe you're going to say, hey, giddy up. And was going to look back and go, you know, I got you. But no, maybe that doesn't happen. And that's Cole Reagans, right? He gets Toronto and the Astros for two and then the Tigers. Now, don't get me wrong. Cole Reagans is the truth. We know this. We love this. But it's been a very small sample. He has the shag carpet. Shag carpet is a young man's floor. That is uh, the floor of young pitchers where they are more susceptible to blowups than more veteran pitchers. They're unable to get out of situations because they're not used to it as much. And they generally have shorter leashes. And they also uh, have just general more command issues the first year before they get into a rhythm and settled. But I'm going to still throw Cole Reagans out there. I-, I believe him. I believe in his stuff. I'm excited to see how he does. I'm actually excited if he does fail. Why would that be, Adam? Well, you need to see him fail so that they can get back up. Well, that, that, okay. I, I like that from like a life standpoint. <laughs> That's good. You know, I mean, I'll never root for like my kids to, to fail, you know? I don't have no, kids. I mean, but, you know, my coach, you know, I coach kids. And I, stuff I like, like seeing this is mostly for like prospects and whatnot. I want to see them. I want oh, yeah, to right. get to Once a point where the they hump. struggle yeah, yeah. so they can adjust and then they can make the adjustments and then, and then sure, move on right. and get trust them more after the adversity. I'm with you there. No, I meant it like I want his draft stock to go down. No, oh, sure. Well, uh, you're you're more in charge in that than you than you think. Stop that. Uh, there there is no Pollock push. Okay, there. Unbelievable. Everyone knows how ridiculous this is. So, uh, and everyone should kind of know too. If you look at back at like preseason rankings and everything, like it's not. No one is gonna be. No one had it right. No one will ever. Have no one it right. will ever have. Yes. Right. Well, that's the point though. Is. Go after what you think is cool and then just be on top of it in season. You know, uh, you all have to, there are three elements of winning. It's obviously you have some barometer of skill. Sure. But you need to put in a ton of time to stay on everything and all the new information that comes in. And you got to get lucky. You cannot win a fantasy baseball league without getting lucky. It's just you can't. You know, that that could mean avoiding bad luck. But you just got to get lucky in some degree. Um, anyway, if Cole Reagan's still has the skills and just doesn't do well. I'm, I'm like, oh boy. Because he is a unicorn. Um, otherwise, I mean, Brady Singer is coming off of arm fatigue and being a father. 
Uh, and so I don't know if, if this is going to do well or not. Maybe I'll have new energy. Sometimes you don't see it. Sometimes a little bit stale coming back uh, against the White Sox. And otherwise, Jordan Lyles and Alec Marsh and Zach Granke, I don't want to do that. I know Alec Marsh has some ridiculous strikeout potential here and there. He does get the White Sox, the Guardians, and then Detroit. But ugh, I don't want to be in that situation to trust that. And Jordan Lyles for a deep, ale-only quality start league. I get it. But, man, I don't want to do it. I was going to mention um, there are more starters um, in this rotation than just yeah. Cole Reagan. So I'm glad you got there uh, sooner or later. Let's move to talk on. about the horse that is Cole Reagan's for another 10 minutes. Let's move on to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, Six-man rotation uh, down there. Reed Detmers, Patrick Sandoval, Jaime Barria, Griffin Canning, Tyler Anderson, and Kenny Rosenberg. What's this rotation called, Nick, and why? This is cotton candy because like sometimes it seems like it's a good idea and it's just like so empty and there's nothing. And uh, and then you look at it sometimes you just go, why would I ever want that? You know, but every so often there's that one beautiful moment that gives us the gift of the, the, the girl getting so amped eating blue cotton candy in the yellow jacket. And that is your Griffin Canning as he gets the Guardians, Tigers, Twins in Oakland. And that's just so good. So I want that. I don't want anything else. I mean, maybe Tyler Anderson against the the Tigers. I want to push it even against the Guardians. Tigers, Oakland, fine. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be Kenny Rosenberg. It's just, what is this? I don't care. Uh, Chase Silseth, maybe. I hope he's okay. Uh, it's just nothing else. So don't touch Detmers. Don't touch Sandoval. Don't touch Jaime Berea. All right. We have another uh, LA-based team to go over, and we are going to do that right after this quick break. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. All right, we got the Los Angeles Dodgers, Nick, uh, with Clayton Kershaw, Tatiaga, Lance Lynn, Ryan Pepio, Emmett Sheehan, and Bobby Miller. What's this rotation and why? This one is called the uh, the water park because it's just a ton of fun, man. You know, water parks, I think, are I think are better amusement parks. Uh, honestly, all of these guys should be rostered in some degree. I uh, really is just Lynn Papio and uh, or Pepio rather and Emmett Sheehan. We'll have to endure the do- uh, the Padres in their second start, but outside of that, pretty much you start all of this. I mean, Lance Lynn inside of cores, maybe not too, um, but otherwise you do it. I mean, Pepio getting the Troy and the Giants twice is like such sneaky win potential, and I would even start him against the Marlins. I think this week, so it's good stuff all around here. Does Pepio, um, I, I didn't notice that he was officially recalled. 
I don't know. Uh, but I mean, no Hurley Urias because he's a garbage human. So sure. Uh, I just kind of slide him into his spot and we'll see how that goes. It might swap around a little bit here and there. Uh, there is an off day today, so they could do some shenanigans um, with Bobby Miller gang earlier and Emmett Sheen. And they could push Pepio whenever they want. But I, uh, I think it should be Pepio. I mean, Ryan Yarbrough and Gavin Stone doesn't seem. Like yeah, I only asked. I, I read a note, and I don't know how reliable it is, but that if if the Dodgers keep Pepio down until the tenth, I think it is, mm-hmm. uh, he won't gain a whole year of. Um, um, so that Pepe. might be what they do to push him at the end of this, and he starts against Washington. Oh, sorry, uh, yeah, Washington um, in the fifth spot of it. But yeah, we'll see. All right, let's move on to Miami. The Miami Marlins, of course, have a six-man rotation. Jesus Lizardo, Edward Cabrera, Braxton Garrett, Yuri Perez, Johnny Cueto, and Sandy Alcantara. What's this rotation and why? I'm forgetting like all these rides. I don't... Oh, no. They don't have to be a ride. It can be something else. Yeah. Okay. This is the heat. All right? This is the heat. You know what I'm talking about. It gets stupid hot because it's not... You're not going to this thing in the winter. Okay. You're not, you're not doing that. If you're going to those amusement parks in the winter, I mean, bless you, okay? Uh, and you must be in a lovely, lovely place in the world. Uh, but, yeah, this is like, sometimes you like it, like, oh, hey, I need that because it's, it's it, uh, man, I need the heat. But no, a lot of times it's, my gosh, Santa Cantara, you're getting the Phillies and then Atlanta, the next two starts, like, what do I do, right? I'm not looking forward to that. Um, Yuri Perez, I think you just kind of start against Philly again. That's fine. I feel a little bit better right now about Yuri. Uh, I think you do with with Sandy too, but then Atlanta's going to hurt. Uh, and then uh, Braxton Garrett, I don't really want to touch this. Edward Cabrera, I wouldn't want to either. Let's say he comes back on Wednesday to still ill, gets the Dodgers, don't want to do that. And then you got to deal with the cherry bomb for three starts of the Brewers, Mets, and Mets. I just, ugh. And Jesus Lazardo, what are you doing this? Dodgers, okay, I guess I'm going to do it. I don't know. Then Milwaukee, fine. Then Atlanta and then Milwaukee in Pittsburgh. It's just all whatever. Now, also, Marlins might be in a playoff hunt at the very end of this. So the six man might truncate to a five if that's the, the case by the end. We'll see. They, you know, they, they might want to get rid of those Johnny Cueto starts or those Edward Cabrera starts or those Braxton Garrett starts. But then again, that means they'll push, they're pushing more of Lozardo, pushing more of Yuri, more of Alcantara. So. We'll see. Maybe Sandy Alcantara is the only one that's on a five-man schedule and then everyone else is on the six. I don't know. There are crazy things you can do. Yeah. Uh, I actually heard that rumor that that's exactly what they might do. Is oh, put, really? <laughs> put Sandy in a five-man and everybody else who revolves Yeah, there have been that. situations like that before Yeah, um, where people have just thrown that in there. And I think it's great. Yeah, it just stinks. Of course, uh, you know, you say you plan for the first three starts and not the final two, but you're the first round of playoffs here. Like yeah. this, this things to have Sandy as your ace. And this is what you have to line oh, up no. against. Not fun. Not fun. Nope. All right. Milwaukee Brewers here only have a five man currently. Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, Colin Ray, Wade Miley, Corbin Burns. What's this rotation and why? This is called the love tunnel because you think it's a good idea and it could be, but a lot of times you're not going to know what you're going to get. And uh, you got Colin Ray and you got Wade Miley in here. These are two Tobies, essentially. Really, Wade Miley is. And Colin Ray just did okay against the Phillies. But, like, I don't know if I want to trust him. Even though it's the Yankees, the Marlins, the, the Cardinals, and the Marlins. Uh, Corbin Burns, Peralta, and Woodruff, though, are just like, yeah, you're obviously starting. So there's really not much else to say here. There, There is Robert Gasser, who could make an appearance um, at some point. Uh, Adrian Hauser was hurt. I didn't even have team notes for this one. It was just like, this is pretty straightforward. Um, but, uh, but yeah, anything you added there about the Brewers? 
Yeah, I mean, I just look in all the green. I mean, yeah, you got some brown in there. I don't know why you picked brown as your neutral color. But, uh, uh, well, I felt like it's the Toby tan. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense, right? Yeah, no, I, I'm, now I have a very distinct picture in my head. Thank you. There you go. No problem. <laughs> all right, let's move to Minnesota then. The Minnesota Twins, they are putting out Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, Kenta Maeda, Dallas Keuchel, and Pablo Lopez. What's this rotation and why? This is like the American Presidents one where you know we're going to get, but then some of them are broken. Oh, they're um, the animatronics. Yeah. 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 They're messed up. So like Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan. Mm, yeah, let's go. Pablo Lopez. Oh, come on. Let's go. He's got this. He's got the second most strikeouts in the American League, by the way. And if he gets more than five today, uh, then he's going to be third in the majors. Ble- Pablo Lopez. You know, we talk, we think about all these big strikeout guys. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm Spencer Strider. You know, Garrett Cole and... Kevin Gosman, Blake Snell. No, no, no. Number three, if he goes five tonight, is is Pablo Lopez, y'all. Dang, he's good. Okay. Um, yeah, he's got a great schedule. You start him all the way through. Uh, Kenta Maeda is a weird one. Dallas Kango, obviously not. Um, Kenta Maeda is the broken where you where you don't know if you actually enjoy it or not, right? And it's got its eye that's twitchy, but like, ah, it's kind of cool. It's like it's got the character, you know? Uh, and then Kenta Maeda gets the Mets. He hasn't really been locked in for four starts now. And then it's the Mets and the Rays, which I feel like you're going to do, but you don't feel great about it right now. Then it's at Cincinnati, which you kind of also don't want to do. Then the Angels should be fine. And then it's at Colorado. So it's a little shaky right now for Maeda. Uh, I think you're going to do it, but yeah. You still want him to turn into one of those itchy and scratchy land uh, oh, robots and have them attack right everybody. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, let's head to New York, and we'll start off with the Mets here uh, with Jose Quintana, Carlos Carrasco, Kodai Senga, David Peterson, and Tyler McGill. What is this rotation and why? This is uh, the parking situation. So for a lot of people, be like, oh, man, this is the worst. Like, I can't. I can't do this. Carlos Carrasco, David Peterson, are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. But then but then there's, like, someone that goes, no, 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 I, I I know what you do, okay? You go over here, you park here, you walk five minutes, you save $50, right? And that's your Jose Quintana, and that's your Tyler McGill. And then there are people who are just like, I'm going to get there at like 6 a.m., and I'm going to be at the best spot there is, and that's your Kodai Senga, right? Uh, so Senga has a pretty much an easy schedule, save for the Phillies twice, but it's at the end, which is nice. So we're fine with that. Tyler McGill gets the Twins, Reds, Twi- uh, Miami Marlins, and Miami Marlins. I don't know why I'm saying their full name. Uh, but he gets those for the next four. That's actually kind of interesting, um, considering that he's at 96 or so and throwing a good slider at eight over 23 whiffs last time against the Mariners. And Quintana, yeah, Nationals, uh, Diamondbacks, and Reds, I'm in for that. Uh, maybe even also for the Phillies, um, the way that he's locating right now. So we're, we're pretty cool with those guys. All right. Uh, we'll stay in New York then. We'll go with the Yankees. Five-man rotation down here. Garrett Cole, Clark Schmidt, Carlos Rodon, Luis Severino and Michael King. What is this rotation and why? This is that like hidden one that your friend is like, no, I got a cousin that works in this thing that's coming into the town. And you're just like, dude, really? Like, and he says, no, this one celebrity will be there. Okay. So like, fine, I'll go watch. I don't know. I was going to say someone, but I don't like that person anymore. Uh, I'll, I'll go watch uh, Dave Grohl. They're great. There he is. There's your Garrett Cole. Uh, but then you might be surprised, like, oh, you know what? I had a lot of fun today because Carlos Rodon has Detroit Red Sox, Pirates, Diamondbacks, and Royals. 
this is it, guys. This is like this is like the most buy high I can ever suggest. Obviously, you can't because trading is done. But I, I'm just telling you right now, Carlos Rodon is going to dominate the next five starts. He's going to completely change how we view him for 2024. Uh, this I'm putting my foot down on this, and I'm going to regret it so much <laughs> in October that I said this. But I really do feel like he's turning a corner and it's just a matter of time before he does it. And his schedule is great. Clark Schmidt's also a really good schedule. Tigers, Red Sox, Pittsburgh, and the Diamondbacks. Luis Severino, I don't really want to touch. Um, Michael King could turn into something. The only problem I see is that I really would want Michael King for the back half as opposed to the first half. However, he gets his good starts in the beginnings, the Brewers and the, and the Red Sox. He's only stretched out right now at 70 pitches. By the time he's like really going, it's the Jays twice. And I don't know if I'd really want to do that. But it might be worthwhile just at least for five innings of Michael King against the Brewers and we can kind of take it from there. So so it's, it's, there's a lot more value here than you think. And I'm going to echo a question that you've already answered on this show a bunch of times. But you see these guys that are having like Michael King gets Toronto twice. We talked about Cole Reagan's going to have Houston twice back and back. Uh, How much value are you putting into that second start on either the pitching side or uh, on the other? Tristan Cockroft looked into a while ago about like pitchers facing the same team twice. And it's if anything, it benefits the pitcher. So I think it is just noise to me. I don't think it does anything. All right, let's talking about noise. Let's go to the Oakland Athletics. So we yeah. have a five-man rotation there with Zach Neal, JP Sears, Paul Blackburn, Mason Miller, Ken Waldachuk. What's this rotation and why? It's a broken chain link fence. Okay, people have snuck in. They're like, and you know that mm, that security ain't good. Okay, you got no security with this. The problem is that the the, the best starts are the ones at the end here. People are going to ask me a lot about Mason Miller. Um, and he gets the Rangers and then he gets the Padres if it's as it is right now. I mean, the next series are like the Jays, the, the Rangers, the Astros and the Padres and then the Mariners for the athletics. There's no way you shake this, that this works out, that you want to start Mason Miller early in this. So, I mean, if you really want to chase it for that last start and just put him on your IL fine, but that means you're going to have him on the IL spot and then you're not going to be able to make moves. And we don't even know if Mason Miller is going to come through. Now, do I believe in long-term Mason Miller? I do. I think this stuff is amazing. I think he's. I, I think I'm going to get so amped because my brain is saying don't touch this. My heart is saying he's going to do amazing things, right? So uh, the smart fantasy analyst that I we are is going to say, no, you can't go after Mason Miller. The emotional kid that I am. Sure. He's going to say, I'm going to be starting him against Seattle, and it's going to be great. <laughs> uh, the other guys, I mean, Paul Blackburn, J.P. Sears could get some good starts by the end against the Tigers and the Angels. And the cool thing is that they won't be rostered. So this is your way to be planning ahead if you really want to say, okay, I can probably steal some value with strikeouts or maybe steal a win or so there. Because those guys are not bad pitchers. Uh, sure, they have a floor like everybody else does, but they could certainly come through in those in that really that final week. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned Seattle. It's like if you had talked about this six to eight weeks ago, I mean, I'd be clamoring to get a stream against sure, Seattle that they were striking so out against everybody. But things, the times have changed. 
Yeah, Run DMC does a lot, you know? Yeah, <laughs> they really do. They have a lot of influence. All right, uh, we got about two-thirds of the way through. We got another third of the league to get through, so let's, uh, oh let's fly over to Philadelphia with the Phillies rotation made up of Michael Lorenzen, Zach Wheeler, Christopher Sanchez, Aaron Nola, Ranger Suarez, and Taiwan Walker. What's this rotation and why? This is the, the Kodak Photo amusement park. Because you're like, why? Why does this exist? Why, why are you doing this? You know? Michael Lorenzen gets all the terrible starts now. So great. I don't want to do that. Zach Wheeler is like, oh, I'm going to just get all of them. Your guy for the year. Now gets the Padres and the Atlanta twice. Now, the reason why he's doing it is because he's taking the brunt of the tough guys, allowing Christopher Sanchez to go uh, against the Marlins, the Cardinals, the Mets, and the Pirates, which for a lot of you is like really nice because you picked up Sanchez and you're okay with that. Also, Wheeler likes going on five days rest. So it actually might, this is a six-man rotation, and he might be doing the Alcantara jumping around. Mm-hmm. So he might face, I mean, he still might get Miami, or Padres, Atlanta, Atlanta. But it's going to be different versions of it. It's weird. There's also a doubleheader at some point, and I don't know what they're going to do with that one. Uh, it, it's it's a lot of whatever. Uh, I don't want to touch Ranger Suarez, even though he has a good schedule. Aaron Nola, as long as he's not going against the Padres or Atlanta, I'm starting him. I know it's been this kooky year. You just did terribly against the the Brewers. I think you don't have a choice. Taiwan Walker should get Atlanta twice. And that's horrific. Uh, and I'm not touching that. So Shazam, Philly. Shazam. Next. Pittsburgh Pirates. All right. Five man back to a five man rotation here. Andre Jackson, Mitch Keller, Bailey Falter, Johan Aviedo, and Luis Ortiz. What's this rotation and why? I mean, this one's the Pirates of the Caribbean one just to stay on theme because, yeah. you know, it wasn't really this highly regarded ride. But then they just made this movie. I was like, oh, OK, this is something that's good out of nowhere. And that's Mitch Keller, right? Um, I mean, Milwaukee Nationals, Yankees, let's go for it. Um, everyone else, I mean, only Andrew Jackson, maybe against the Brewers, uh, Nationals and Yankees. I just don't really think it's that good. Uh, he has survived for two. It's it's Cherry Bomb Central with uh, with Aviedo. But that's uh, that's the Nationals once really. You, you try. I just ugh. All this is bad. Just really, it's Mitch Keller and maybe some Andre Jackson if you're really desperate. But I don't want to do it. All right, all right. Uh, let's go to San Diego then. The Padres rotation made up of Pedro Avila, Michael Waka, Blake Snell, Seth Lugo, and Rich Hill. What's this rotation? This is uh, Magic Mountain, whatever the tall boy is. Uh, it, or the, like the escalator one where you go all the way up and you're going up and it's just terrible. It's the worst ride ever because it's so boring. It's so like, oh, God, oh, God. And then finally it just happens and it's great, you know, because that's what's going on with the Padres. The beginning is terrible. It's the Phillies, the Astros and the Dodgers are the next three series for the Padres. And then it's all green. I mean, Oakland, Rocky Road, Cardinals in Oracle Park against the Giants and then the White Sox, all different teams, all great matchups. And you don't roll with Rich Hill, who probably will be replaced by Joe Musgrove. Uh, Pedro Avila could actually be interesting for those final three if he's still in that rotation. And Waka, you don't start really against the Dodgers, but I think you do it against the Phillies. Blake Snell, you start all the way through, and you just don't start Seth Lugo against the Astros. I mean, it's pretty straightforward with these guys. It's unfortunate that you, it's front-loaded instead of back-loaded, but that's the situation. Yeah, at least it's something you could plan around a little right. bit better than having it smack down in the middle of their, of their schedule. Uh, San Francisco Giants... Uh, going up the coast here with Bryce Miller, uh, Logan Gil- 
<laughs> uh, yeah, so sorry guys, this is my fault completely. I I flopped them on the list accidentally and I updated it about, an, I don't know, an hour and a half ago, but obviously Adam already had it up and then just left it up and didn't hit refresh, um, which is obvious and it just shows his determination to have it ready to go now before we recorded. <laughs> uh, so that's my fault. I had the two sections swapped. But yeah, the Giants are what? They are actually made up of uh, Sean Manaya, Tristan Beck, Kyle Harrison, Alec Cobb, Logan Webb. All right, what is this actual rotation called and why? Um, this one is called the uh, those the game with the the squirting into the thing because sure. only one person wins here. And I I think it's Webb. It might be Harrison. Webb gets Rocky Road, and then it's in cores the Dodgers, and then the Padres. Ugh. Kyle Harrison gets Rocky Road, the Guardians, the Diamondbacks, and then it's the Dodgers twice. Most likely you lose. So I'm not dealing with the whole Sean Mania, Tristan Beck, Alex Wood thing. Alex Cobb gets Rocky Road at Coors and then the Diamondbacks. And I just don't want to. I, I, I don't know. I don't I think his splitter just disappears all the time. And maybe against Rocky Road, fine, but whatever. We know the ceiling of Kyle Harrison. He's also a cherry bomb, though. When the command isn't fully there, it's just. That we saw both sides of it. We saw it against mm-hmm. the Reds. We saw it against uh, the team he faced after, which I can't remember for some reason. Um, and yeah, Padres, I believe, right? Uh, who are really good against lefties. So that I mean, that, that's pretty straightforward um, in my view. And uh, you know, it's, that's the Giants in a nutshell. I mean, if you want to drop Logan Webb after that Rockies game, like I don't blame you. You, you kind of have to. All right, well, let's go on to the actual uh, rotation that this <laughs> is made up of. Uh, the actual Seattle Mariners, not the Seattle Giants or the San Francisco Mariners. Uh, Seattle is made up of Bryce Miller, Logan Gilbert, Luis Castillo, George Kirby, Brian Wu. What's this rotation and why? Uh, this is the uh, going online without a fast pass because it feels like a good idea at first. Because you're not going to pay for that. And then by the end, it's horrible. Because uh, the last series is you have, I mean, you have the Dodgers in the Oakland, but then it's the Rangers, Astros, and Texas. I mean, oh my gosh. Oh boy. Uh, so this is going to be really tough. Like Bryce Miller and Logan Gilbert, they both have to deal with Cincinnati on Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, and th- I mean, for Bryce Miller, it's like it's at Cincinnati, at the Rays, and then the Dodgers, Texas, and Houston. How do you want to hold on to Bryce Miller? You know, that's four out of five are bad outings for him. Uh, you have Logan Gilbert, the same same stick, really. So this is rough. Uh, you have Luis Castillo and George Kirby. At least you get three good starts before the two bad ones. You might be dropping them. I mean, I don't know if you can drop Luis Castillo against the Rangers, but I mean, it's gonna be tough. And Brian Wu, I mean, after today, the, today's shellacking and drop velocity. The problem is that there's no one else for the Seattle Mariners. I mean, it's Luke Luke Weaver, right? So they're they are going to be limping to the finish line. It's gonna be insane final 10 days for them against the Rangers Houston Rangers I mean are you kidding me that division race man that's good. oh my gosh so uh yeah this is going to be kind of tough uh, to figure out what to do on your teams but at least it's backloaded instead of frontloaded yeah fair and it depends on how your playoffs are structured and how many games you actually have to worry about if you are like my league and you skip the last week altogether then obviously yeah that's, that's one the way to be man to it really is all right, let's go to St. Louis. The Cardinals rotation made up of Miles, Michaelis, Dakota Hudson, Adam Wainwright, trying to get those two wins, those elusive wins. Drew Rom and Zach Thompson. What's this rotation and why? This 
is the ticket booth where you're like, seriously, it's like a hundred dollars to get in this. You know, I just came all this way with my kid and a hundred dollars. Like, uh, no, <laughs> get in this car it, it and feel, turn it around. Just, it, just, it feels bad. It just, yeah, you just turn around and walk away. The only, only thing I would possibly consider here is the back half of Zach Thompson. That is, um, it's at the Reds and Phillies first. No. But then it's the Brewers twice and then the Reds at the host. That is actually something I'm going to circle because everyone's going to be out on this. Their leagues are over. There are fewer guys picking up stuff. No one knows who Zach Thompson is. Monitor him and consider picking him up for the last three. Right? And try and find that scalper that's selling the tickets for 50 bucks instead. There it that's is. Zach Thompson. <laughs> Way to bring that around. Um, you think that uh, Drew Rom is going to stick in this rotation throughout? Yeah, or? probably not. It's going to be Matthew Libertor, I think. And I don't. he's not going to be of intrigue to me. All right, let's move to Tampa. They're still going with a five-man rotation. They're kind of piecing it together as they go. Uh, Zach Eflin, Tyler Glass now, Zach Littell, Taj Bradley, and Aaron Savali. What is this rotation and why? <sighs> this one um, is called the uh, the, uh, the Array of Prizes. Okay? So you got your Glass now. So you got your Eflins. I mean, that's clearly what you want to go for, right? But they're unattainable right now. There's no way you're actually going to get that. So then you're going to spend a lot of money. You're going to say, you know what? I got to get that Taj Bradley. I got to do it. I got to get my, I got to get Taj Bradley. Look at that. It's like literally costs like $2. It's from AliExpress. Okay. It's nothing. But you're going to sit there and you're going to spend $30 on it. For what? For the Mariners and then at Minnesota and then Los Angeles Angels and twice against the Jays. And you're going to realize he's a cherry bomb. He still doesn't have his command. He had five walks on Sunday. You don't, you don't want to do this. Aaron Savali's meanwhile there. He's like, all right, you know, if you win once, I guess this is okay. Uh, Mariners, Baltimore, Angels, Red Sox, that's fine. And Zach Littell is just, you're going to lose the game. <laughs> it's it's rigged, kid. Don't do it. It did seem like he was the guy that you chase for wins because he's on Tampa. But with this schedule, it's... Uh, yeah, and they're not, not winning yeah. as... Well, I mean, they still are a little bit more now, but... Yeah, it doesn't feel good. No. All right, let's go to the Texas Rangers. Then their six-man rotation is made up of Nathan Eovaldi, Max Scherzer, Dane Dunning, Jordan Montgomery, John Gray, and Andrew Heaney. What's this called and why? This is the people. You know, you never know what you're going to see. You know, it's uh, some people are going to be great. Max Scherzer, oh, man, you can rely on him. That's great. Dane Dunning, mm, I don't know what you are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is he going to have his slider or his cutter working? I hope so against Oakland, but I mean, that's the Jays and the Red Sox. I don't want to do that. And then maybe you jump back in for the Angels, but man, it's not fun. John Gray's looking good, though. And you see that person that's just like, yeah, this is the person next to me on the roller coaster. That was perfect. It was the right amount of hilarity, not obnoxious, all that kind of stuff, you know. But Andrew Heaney is the one that is just making all the noises you hate, right? Is just, you know, whooping and hollering at the wrong times. You know, it's right in your ear. You, you don't dig it. Uh, it's not fun. They keep knocking against your legs. You're like, please stop. Can you stop doing that? Ruining your time. And then there's Nathan Uvalde where you just don't know. You don't know who who is this person. I'm just going to let them go by. It's fine. It, I mean, he gets the Astros in his first start back likely tomorrow. That's the idea for Nathan Uvalde. Is he going to be hard enough? Is he, is he going to be, sorry, is he going to be thrown hard enough? Is he worthwhile against the Astros? Probably not. But then it's the Jays and then, ugh. 
it's not fun here. It really isn't. I hope you get something from Nathan Ebaldi. Jordan Montgomery's just going to be around. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just passing by. Don't worry. Don't mind me. <laughs> um, and you're probably going to start him from all of his because he gets Oakland, Cleveland, uh, the Mariners twice. So, that I mean, that's really it. Uh, you might not have the sixth man by the end. It might not be Dane Dunning uh, or Andrew Heaney, um, especially as they fight more for this. And you might see Max Scherzer go, like, give me the ball. Like, he apparently is going to miss the last game right now. He's on schedule to do that. He might take that next last game now, right? So we'll see. Yeah, Heaney uh, couldn't make it through the five innings today on his Monday. And so when you say somebody might be missing from this rotation, uh, he's the one that uh, I eyeball for going into like a more of a bullpen role. But we'll see. All right, the Toronto Blue Jays made up of their five-man rotation with Chris Bassett, Hinjin Ryu, Yusei Kikuchi, Kevin Gossman, and Jose Barrios. What's this rotation, Nick, and why? This is the six-man's guy who dances to the Vega, um, oh my, that song, uh, We Like to Party, the Vega Boys. I think that's right. Uh, he's that guy, because pretty much all this you're just doing. Uh, Chris Bassett, you just keep starting regardless. Hinjin Ryu, you're just not going to do the Rangers. Kikuchi, you're just not going to do the Rangers, probably not. Gosman, you're going to do regardless. And then Barrios gets four fine starts. Like, you're just dancing away here. That's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah, very good time. All right, let's uh, end it here with the Washington Nationals. Yeah. We have a six-man rotation made up of Patrick Corbin, Joan Adon, Mackenzie Gore, Jake Irvin, Trevor Williams, and Josiah Gray. What's this rotation, the last one, and why? This is you walking uh, in the city and someone hands you a flyer to a new amusement park and you go, I'm not going to throw this out. No, no. <laughs> Don't hand this to me. I'm good. Thank you. That's we'll it. near me. No. Yeah, no. You can also say it's a pie in the face. Like no one wants this. Yes. Um, there's yeah. really not like there's some green in here in the schedule. And like you, at first glance, you know, you're looking through this list and you're trying to figure it out and you're like, oh, there's so much green. And then you re- see the header and you're like, yeah, oh, Washington that's right. yeah. I mean, you could say that Mackenzie Gore has some cherry bomb ceiling right it has to be to be cherry bomb you have to be sweet at some time and Patrick Corbin has gone six innings but it's just uh, don't be in that situation guys no. don't do that uh yeah but so they're they're all your teams Adam and, and we've got we've gone very long in this I uh, what I think is best is to just say like Nick give us like from each tier just one or two that you think are very interesting that's not right so Nick uh could you hi could you go through each tier and give me one or two names that you really want to talk about? Oh, thanks so much for bringing that up, Adam. Wow, that's crazy. Um, in the first tier, and I, honestly, not really. I don't know why you brought up the first tier. Uh, that was stupid, Adam. Uh, <laughs> I'll do better next time. <laughs> uh, but I mean, yeah, you guys know all the ones from the first tier. There's not. There really isn't. Don't overthink it with the first tier. There's some like bad matchups. You're gonna see some red in there, but a lot of these guys you're just gonna do anyway. I. Uh, and uh, Adam Adam needs to go to bed, guys. I'm keeping him up. He's so kind. Uh, so I'm going to speed through this. Uh, the probable tier, I'm looking through this really quickly to see if anyone really sticks out. It's like maybe you can get off the wire. Javier Saad, Jordan Wicks has some good schedules um, that you might be one considering uh, be able to get off your wire. As I mentioned, Griffin Canning is a very interesting one there too. And Brandon Williamson, and it's only three starts as opposed to five for him. It's St. Louis, the Mets, and the Pirates. Because uh, I believe... Because of the COVID IL, you get pushed back a bit. But you might see a fourth in there kind of find its way, too. And Clark Schmidt, I got some questions about, like, Detroit and at Boston, Pittsburgh, and Arizona. I'm good good for all of those. Um, just not the Jays at the end, but you still enjoy those four starts. 
Um, anyone that you thought that stuck out to you in that probable start tier? Uh, just the fact that Jose Quintana was all the way up. To, I mean, I know this is alphabetical quarter, so you can't really give him too much, but uh, he is at the top of your probable uh, tier for Tuesday's uh, streaming option. It's oh, only yeah. 22% rostered in, in Yahoo right now. Um, I grabbed him in, in my playoffs as well, just based on the schedule going on. So uh, Yeah, that's Jose at Quintana. Washington, Arizona, Cincinnati, yeah. at Philly, and also hosting Cincinnati, and then hosting the Marlins. So it's really four out of five there. You might even go five for five for Jose Quintana. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, so he's the probably the type of guy that's more readily available than a lot of the guys that are on this this team. Right, absolutely. Uh, questionable start tier. Now it gets, oh boy, okay. Uh, what's really tough with this is that there are a lot of times that I have guys that I'm like, yeah, these are interesting, but like half of them are interesting. So and you're going to see a mix of guys that are generally should be in the higher one, but they have terrible schedules. Like you have your Bryce Miller in here, you have your Hunter Brown, Kenta Maeda, uh, maybe even Brady Singer can make a case for there or... Uh, um, let's see others, <laughs> uh, but Brandon, Brian Wu, there you go. Uh, but you have some sneaky ones. I mentioned Cal Quantrill, so maybe some Cole Irvin, if he does get it, it's three out of four. I don't think he is because of John means, but it could be there. Um, you could have, uh, you know, some Tyler Anderson has some interesting streams. Uh, Reese Olsen again, Chicago White Sox hosting the Reds, then at Los Angeles Dodgers, but then at Oakland and the guardians and Michael King might be something interesting as well. To go along with Matt Manning, who uh, has pretty much five starts that are good matchups, but we just don't like him that much. Yeah, I think the one that stands out to me on this list is just Ryan Pepio, and you because there's so many questions marks yeah. about when he's going to actually get called up, when he's going to start, what his schedule is actually going right. to be. But regardless, but it is generally on good the for the for the Dodgers anyway, right? It's just yeah. one bad series against the Padres, which he already has listed here. So, uh, if when he does get it, which he should, because he's the clear option for them, I uh, that might be a really nice pickup for you all right you got two more tiers here really quickly unlikely to start tier and then your do not start tier uh who who's who's in the unlikely start tier that is most likely to get bumped up at any point maybe next week maybe connor phillips if he really surprises me uh in this one gets seattle tomorrow that is tuesday and then at detroit minnesota and then uh at cleveland right so that Mm -hmm. could be something if Ranger Suarez looks really good against the Marlins, I might push him up. I just haven't seen it yet. And we're at that weird point um, where I don't trust him until he does well. Um, uh, otherwise, I mean, uh, I don't yeah. I don't like these guys, obviously. They're in my unlikely, you know? Um, so, yeah, I, I just, I, I would hate to be in a situation where I'm dependent on these guys. Yeah, fair enough. Um, you know, of course, you see the the recent success of Mike Clevenger and and well, not recent success, but before that last start um, in the schedule he has coming up. Um, you you see that as something that is tempting, but again, this isn't the unlikely <laughs> unlikely no. start tier. No, yeah, uh, no, do not start tier. Same s- similar question: Is there anybody in here that is? likely to just become unlikely i mean not they're gonna jump but like the rocky <laughs> pitchers at san francisco then san francisco and mm-hmm. core is, is just it's staring right in my face and i'm like oh um, well mm, uh, that that's those are sounds i yeah it, it's just uh I, I don't know i mean there's no one really here that is to me carrying that kind of upside for me to chase i no this is why they're all do not starts. Yep. And that's <laughs> like I don't want to do it, guys. <laughs> all 
All right. Well, you can get pretty much everything we just talked about on the in the list. Make sure you read the notes. I read know, them, man, that they're way more important. Yeah, read the notes each and every week. Uh, but that is gonna that is gonna sum it up. Is there anything else that you want to chime in about Nick that we haven't touched on? Uh, no, Adam. I just want to say thank you so much for stepping in uh, here. You did a phenomenal job. Everybody, go on Twitter and let Adam know how good of a job he did. And if you haven't left a rating review, what are you doing? Uh, why not? What the heck? What do we do? <laughs> we do it out of time. So please, I consider doing that. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up episode 409 of On the Corner, the pride and joy of the Pitcher List Podcast Network. I was your host, your one-time host, Adam Howe. You can follow me on the Twitter at 80 grade. That's all spelled out. And oh yeah, my name is Nick Pollock. Hi. And I'll talk to you next week with a brand new host, which I cannot wait for you to hear.